Hi, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about faith and trust. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said when we gather in your name that you're here with us. And so we just believe that. We acknowledge your presence. We thank you for teaching us because we know that you want us to know. You want us to have revelation and wisdom. You want us to walk in your kingdom to walk well in your kingdom, to be blessed and show who you are. So we thank you and praise you that you're going to teach us that today. We thank you for revelation knowledge, your wisdom. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. I'm so in love with him. I can see that he's just always trying to get to us. He's always trying to get us information, revelation knowledge, wisdom, so that we can win, so that we can live well in his kingdom, represent him, show who he is, live that abundant life that he's calling us to. John 10, 10 says, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And so that is what he wants. And that is what he's teaching us constantly. And that's what makes me so excited is that he's just always looking out for us, always looking for a moment to teach us. And so today he wants us to talk about faith and trust. And he taught me this quite a while ago, and it's just something you have to know. And it's how you live um, connected to him and his kingdom and how, how you receive from him. And, you know, he's been talking so much and teaching us how to receive from him, because when we receive from him, we glorify the father and he wants us to receive all the good that he has for us. You know, all the good he has for us, what good is it if we don't take it? And so anyway, I want to read to you Romans 8.28. It says that we are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, um, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for the good for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. And so he has good he has a good plan for us. And so how do we trust that? How do we trust that plan? And, you know, I remember my first lesson in this is when my son was born. He was born with a birth defect. And I was seeking God because God made it really clear to me that I would see my son healed. And I was saying, God, what is going on? How come I haven't seen this yet? And he said something really profound to me. And it was so true, but I didn't think so at the time, but it really was when I look back. He said, you can't trust someone you don't know. And I was thinking I was having all this faith in him and, you know, everything was good. And all of a sudden he said, you don't know me and you can't trust someone you don't know. And so the word that he wants us to have today that he wants me to share with you is really to have faith in him. You have to trust him and to trust him. You got to get to know him. And, you know, so much of the time we have a crisis and that was, that's what was happening to me at the time. I mean, I knew God. I went to God. I thought I knew God and I was saying, I know you. And he said, no, you don't. You don't know me to the place where you know whether or not I'm going to do this. And, you know, even though I heard that word from him, he was right. I was, and he even told me that I was a fair weathered friend. I went to him when I needed something, but I really just didn't know him. And so when you get to know God is when you really can have faith that he's working everything out for your good. 
even though you might not know everything that's going on or you don't understand, you know, all all the things of God, you don't totally understand the plan. You you trust him because you know him. And trusting someone is having time under your belt with that person, knowing their character, knowing what they're going to think, how they're going to react. If you have someone in your life that you trust, you trust them because you know them. You know them and you know that they know you. You know, when I think about people I trust, it's people that are close to me and they know me. They know my likes, my dislikes. They know what would please me, what wouldn't please me. But, you know, God knows the most about me. And um, he knows everything about me and more than I know about me. And so he knows what's going to make me happy. He knows what's going to please me. And so I can just trust him that he's going to work everything out for my good. Now, someone I hardly know, it's going to take a lot for me to have faith in that person. And I might try to do that. But then I'd always be wondering, well, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? Are they going to get me the right color? Or, you know, is it going to work out for my good? Or, you know, some sometimes people are just always thinking of themselves. And God never is. He's always thinking about you and me. And so we can trust God, but we don't know that. We don't know that we can have faith in God until we really know him, until we take the time to get to know him. And so often people say, well, I can't get to know God because I can't see him. I don't know that he's really there. But you really can get to know him because if you take the time to get on your knees to, to look at the word of God, to talk to him, when he starts talking back to you, you don't need to see him. You heard him and you already know that you heard him and he just makes himself really plain. So you can get to know someone you can't see with your physical eyes and he, he makes himself tangible and he makes himself so that you can see him and hear him and you just know him. And so anyway, when you get to that place where you know him and Jesus said that my sheep know my voice, you know, throughout the word, we're encouraged to know God. And so when we know him, we're going to be able to trust him and have faith in him. And that is the message that I have today. So when you take the time to know him, when you take the time to look at his word and apply his word, you know, one thing about getting to know him, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me and I'll show myself to you. When he starts showing himself to you, um, you get to know him more than you knew him before. When he starts talking to you, explaining things to you, then you're going to know him. And unlike if you don't do that, you're just going to be guessing. You're going to be pulling straws. You're going to be living by someone else's opinion. So you got to take the time to get to know God, get to know him. He is his word. John 1, 1. It's always the bottom line is we got to know him. How are you going to move in with someone you don't know? Did I finish my sentence? John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word is God. He is his word. And so that's how you begin to get to know him as you look at his word. And then when you apply that word, he starts showing himself too. But I was going to say, how do we expect, and God said this to me um, one day, how do we expect that we're going to move in with someone that we don't know, or we don't want to take the time to know, or we don't think we can know? But, you know, then we're guessing too and pulling at straws. Am I going to be able to live in heaven? I don't know. I mean, so many people I run into say, I hope so, and they're not sure. And so we really have to take serious um, 
the fact that we got to get to know God. You have to take the time to get to know him so you can live with him when you leave here. And so you can live the best life ever right here and right now. And when we know God and we can receive from God and we can share God with other people, that glorifies God. That's what he wants. When Jesus left, he told the disciples he wasn't going to leave them as orphans, but the spirit would come and live on the inside of us, inside of them, and of course us, and would remind us of the things that Jesus said, would tell us things to come, he'd be our counselor, stand by anything that we need. Jesus said he wouldn't speak on his own authority, but only what the Father told him to say. And so he's going to come when you ask him. He's going to come and live on the inside of you and be there for you all the time. Whatever your need would be, he's going to come. And he said in Revelation 3.20 that he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him in, that he would come in and dine with you. He's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you his way. And so if you'd like to ask him to come and live on the inside of you, if you want him, if you want him and you want to get to know him, and be able to trust him and know that all is going to be good for you all the time, then all you have to do is ask. And I'd love to say that prayer with you. All you have to do is say, Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us and teach us your way. And you want us to have good and learn to trust you to get that good. And we thank you and praise you that you're going to make yourself real to us. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you and you're going to know that you're going to feel him. You're going to hear him talk to you. And when you look at the word, you're going to hear him speaking to you through that word because he is his word. So thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.